0: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
1: VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.
0: Backstreet Boys, Don't Go Breaking My Heart. What an apt turn-in for this. What an apt swing-through. What an apt lead-in for this song. Senator Brakey is in the studio break in my heart but that was with um b-r-e-a-k like if they'd gone and taken one of the e's out that could have been like a that could have been like a campaign theme or like you know matt if you ever become a pro wrestler it could be entrance music i mean you you have multiple options here senator breaking i really try
1: not to break your achy breaky heart yeah, or your achy breaky wallet i think that's the one that most politicians
0: have a problem with <laughs> that seems if for some reason it's one of these things it's like he, hey I've got all these great ideas okay cool my first question is how do we pay for this <laughs> do I have to give you more to pay for this because I I don't I don't have more to give you right now so yeah it's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing a lot of how many pairs of shoes have you run through by the way so far this summer I, I know there's been some I, parades certainly I feel like you've been in a couple of parades <laughs> so far this summer
1: been in plenty of parades I've uh, been out knocking on doors talking to people I mean that's that's how I've uh, always always politics is getting out, talking to people one on one and connecting with folks. Uh, you certainly wear out some shoe leather doing that. But uh, I think if you're going to fight for Maine, if you're going to represent Maine people, you got to get out and you got to connect with them. you got to know who they are and you have to know what their concerns are and, and what they're worried about so that you can fight for that, uh, whether that's in Augusta or in Washington, D.C.
0: Let's spin the spotlight back over to Augusta for a little bit. Uh, legislative hangups. Is there anything still left to clean up up there? I know there was some, uh, there were some things that were voted in, uh, some things were vetoed, some things were overridden. We'll get over, uh, go over some of those things in, in just a little bit here. But uh, what are some hangups we got going right now?
1: Yeah. Well, of course, this is like the legislative
0: session that never
1: ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Uh, <laughs> it's true. But you know, this was supposed to be uh, the second year of any legislative, uh, any legislature is supposed to be the short session. We call it. Because it's supposed to be done about April, and here we are in July. We're still not completely finished. Um, we we have finished most everything, but there is still this this one uh, this hang up, this fight going on in the House of Representatives over money for the so-called clean elections pr- program. I say so-called clean elections program because what this really is, is the welfare for politicians program where we take taxpayer money and it's used to fund people's political campaigns, to buy yard signs, to buy junk mail, to buy robocalls, you know, all the things that uh, all main taxpayers hate, <laughs> but we're forced to pay for, uh, to be uh, to be bombarded with all these things. That's great. Uh, and so there's a, there's a hang up over kind of whether or not to transfer several million dollars into the main Clean Elections Fund to make sure that there is no, essentially, a wait list for, for the politicians to get their taxpayer money for their campaigns. Uh, the irony to me, of course, is I always think, you know, what about, uh, you know, what about the wait list for services for the disabled? What about the wait list for services for our seniors, for these, the welfare programs for our truly most vulnerable who need it? you know there are wait lists there are always wait lists for these for these programs for most vulnerable but you can bet certainly there will never be a wait list for welfare for politicians because when the politicians are the ones uh, doling out our money you know they're always going to get paid first
0: they're they're like the world's treasurer. You know what I mean? They're like they're like the world's worst treasurer, yeah. but a treasurer nonetheless. Senator Brakey is in. We're gonna talk with him about quite a few things today. More around the bend. Of course, if you're on Senator Brakey's Facebook feed right now, you know that we're on Facebook Live too. Breakfast Club of the Z. Um Senator Eric Brakey is here. We're also on Senator Brakey's Facebook page today, so watch out for that. I mean, really, watch out for that. Just be careful of it. Like, keep an eye out. It's going to be in your feed. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, we're on Facebook Live right now. We are. We are. So what? Okay, so one of the bills, uh, Governor LePage vetoes because he vetoes everything about marijuana because he's totally against it, which is great. Some people are just like that, and that's how it goes. Um, medical cannabis override stuff. What? What was? What was this? What was this bill? It was overridden. What does that mean for the medical cannabis? community what does that mean in relationship to the recreational marijuana what is what does this change
1: yeah well let me say first and foremost obviously uh so this is a bill that the governor vetoed and obviously i disagreed with the governor on this issue and let me say first and foremost i have the highest level of respect for governor lepage mm-hmm. and sometimes we just disagree on things we're both uh, individuals of principle, and uh sometimes we just disagree but so i, I respectfully disagree with him on this uh, this bill, a medical cannabis omnibus reform package, it was a bill that was worked on through my committee, the Health and Human Services Committee, which I'm the Senate chairman for. So I oversaw it and put a lot of work into this. And it's um, what it would essentially do is, is it overhauls a lot of parts of the medical cannabis program. To, and the really three pillars of it is it gives more choice and freedom for patients in the program so that they can... Go to whatever caregiver or dispensary makes sense for them, rather than having to designate one place where they're essentially married to. Uh, it eliminates the de- uh, the li- the list of debilitating condition requirements. So basically, there's an arbitrary list of if you have this medical condition or that medical condition, you can qualify for medical cannabis. But if you uh, don't have a condition on that list, you can't. Now we just say, well, you know, if a doctor recognize thinks that you have a condition, any condition that this would be beneficial for. Then, uh, then, then, then—that's all you need. So, more choice and flexibility for patients. Also, more flexibility for legal businesses, allowing them to hire more employees, allowing them to um, uh, uh, um, uh, serve more patients. Uh, while at the same time, introducing more integrity into the program, so that um, uh, we're giving municipalities more, more say over over policies within their their own borders and also uh, instituting things like seed-to-sale tracking to try to prevent some of the diversion we've seen. Some people come into this industry saying they're doing medical cannabis, but they're really growing and using it as a cover to sell into non-medical markets, which is problematic for many reasons. Uh, ultimately because that endangers the whole program for people who really need it when the feds are trying to looking at cracking down on things. So it's a good bill. It's going to be, 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 I think, major changes for, for the program. If you are someone who is touched by the medical cannabis program yourself, or you have a family member or a loved one who's a patient, uh, this is going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be more choice and more freedom for people who are struggling with severe debilitating conditions, like like people I know, veterans coming back from overseas with PTSD, uh, kids with uh, severe epilepsy disorders, to people with cancer and everything in between. Uh, ultimately, this is a plant that is uh, a medicine for many people, and we want to make sure that
0: people who need it as a
1: medicine can have access to it.
0: We're talking with Senator Brakey. We will have more on the way. We're going to talk a little bit about social media use. 826, 72 degrees. On the Z. John Mayer, New Light, Maine's Big Z, 92.7, worldwide at the all new Mains, Big Z.com Senator Brakey's here, also on 105.5 a.m. 1240. Talking about all the stuff that was happening up in Augusta here recently. Uh, also, we're on uh, Senator Breakey's Facebook Live, uh, a Facebook feed, uh, right now on Facebook Live. And we keep you entertained in between breaks as well. Is that part of the, the use of social media? Uh, this is—it's amazing to watch how social media has been used in politics now over the last boy, I'd say you know decade, roughly. Yeah. The the evolution of that has been quite wild.
1: Uh, and we're always still finding new ways to use to use the Internet to engage with people. You know, I know I tried something for the first time uh, d- the last day that we were in Augusta, uh, which is, you know, every day we come into Augusta, we get the legislative calendar for the day. It's all the things that we're going to be working on and voting on in session that day. And I decided I was going to do something new. I just sat down and I w- uh, put on Facebook Live and I just went through the calendar. I said, Here's what we're voting on today. You know, shared my thoughts on the different bills before us, um, even things that I was still formulating my opinion on, and just talking with people. What you know, as people could see. You know, remove some of the mystery of how things work and how things happen in Augusta. And you know what? Over a thousand people watched that. Now, I would think normally, like, geez, you know, this is kind of inside Augusta, inside you know the legislative calendar, what's going on. I think a lot of people find that boring personally, but like over a thousand people watched it. And I think I'm finding people really appreciate that level of transparency, and they like to see kind of a little bit behind the scenes. That's why we're on Facebook Live right now, um, and uh, doing doing this interview as well. Uh, And, you know, I'm thinking more and more if I if I get a chance to represent the people of Maine in Washington, D.C., maybe that will be something to keep up in the U.S. Senate. You know, demystify, uh, demystify what's going on uh, in Washington, D.C. So people can see kind of maybe even on Facebook Live just day to day what exactly is going on and what the politicians are doing to our country.
0: All the time. All, all the time. It was great. It was good. You seeing anybody? uh, uh, What? 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 you know when you're on break okay like yeah when i'm at work and we're on break here and sometimes when we're not on break like you'll occasionally you just you you have those conversations right like what's going on what'd you do this weekend yeah like and then you talk about like current event stuff like what's going on here and what's going on there when you guys talk about current event stuff up at augusta do you always have to be wary of what you talk about because it could start like another like off the clock debate when there is supposed to be one that's on the clock you know what I mean? Does that ever? So you, you mean ever have like, to tiptoe around that?
1: Like you mean like debate on like on the floor? Yeah. Or? So
0: you guys are debating on the floor, and then afterwards you guys are talking like you know you're around oh, yeah. the you're around the snack bar, you're on this, <laughs> and you're just having casual conversation. Like, do do we really have to make sure that like nothing that could even lead close to politics gets mentioned in that? Like, how are the kids this weekend? Great, we went to a softball tournament in Bill in, in Ricca, you know, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, is that what where it kind of has to stay?
1: Yeah. You know, I think you know. Off the floor in the Senate, I think, yeah, frankly, I think people do talk about senators and representatives. Do talk a lot more about their personal lives. How are the kids doing? How's the family? How would you have a nice weekend? Um, uh, the and if if we're talking about policy, it's usually like because some, we're trying to work something ahead of time before it come before, before it comes up. You know, I know I'll uh, uh, before a bill comes up that I care about, I'll be you know uh, you know trying to talk to people and whip votes and say, hey, you know, there's this good bill, to, you know, like the medical cannabis bill. <laughs> this is a good bill. we got to override the governor's veto on this. Uh, where are you on this? Trying to count the votes, make sure we got two-thirds, and talking to Republicans and Democrats, trying to, uh, trying to work some of these bipartisan issues. So, uh, yeah, there's, there, there's the things that go on, uh, on, the, like, on the public stage, you know, on the floor of the Senate that everyone gets to see. And then there's a lot of the wrangling and stuff that goes on backstage that people don't necessarily get to see unless they're there uh, in person. So I'd like to see what we can do to demystify that a lot and create some more transparency.
0: We are talking with Senator Brakey. We'll have more with him on the way. It's means big Z 92 seven worldwide at the only means big Z.com. One more segment around the bend. Senator Brakey in studio with me today. Wrapping up a few things. Uh, what's what's this thing with everybody's all talking about about nato like what's what's going are we funding nato like are we (laughs) are we as in the united states like paying for the whole thing like are we are we like the daddy warbucks of nato at this point yeah so obviously nato's been in
1: the news recently because uh president trump has said you know went over to europe and has said some things about NATO that, you know, frankly, we are getting a raw deal as America in this whole situation. I mean, you know, just think about it. We are $21 trillion in debt, and yet we are spending so much money, so much American taxpayer money to subsidize the defense of countries over in Europe that don't bother to spend their own money to defend themselves. Americans are paying to defend Europe and Europeans are not paying to defend Europe. And meanwhile, what they because we are subsidizing their defense, what they do instead of paying for their own defense is they tax their citizens to fund huge welfare programs. Welfare programs that, frankly, in America, we can't afford because we're so busy paying for everyone else's defense. And so President Trump is absolutely right. This is a bad deal. It's a bad deal for America. And frankly, it's a bad deal for Europe too because it makes them... Um, so reliant on us and we are $21 trillion in debt. This is an unsustainable course. And on the day that those bills come due, not only are we going to be in trouble, but Europe is going to be in trouble unless they get serious about, about, uh, spending more to defend themselves. If they're worried about Russia or they're worried about other countries, uh, that could, uh, that could be, be threats to them. They need, they, they need to. They they need to defend they need to work on defending themselves better. We cannot afford this anymore. We we haven't been able to afford this for a long time, but it's but it's President Trump who's the first person first president in the Oval Office to really speak up and say something about it.
0: Trump and uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, meet, uh, Putin meeting today. Uh, president Trump and, and Vladimir Putin meeting today. Yeah. Um, we've come a long way from Gorbachev Reagan, haven't we? <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, obviously, there's a lot of controversy about President Trump and 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 Putin meeting, and of course, you know, Putin is. I mean, let's be honest. Putin's not a good guy. Uh, Putin is, you know, a lot of the policies that they have in place in Russia are are very oppressive policies, and um, you know, at the same time, however, we want to work towards peace. We want to work towards peace with every country we can across the world, and uh, I I I commend President Trump for going over and meeting with putin now some are saying oh well you know it's just come out that um that the russians tried to use social media to try to influence our our elections and yeah that's troubling but you know what like we do the our government does the exact same thing all over the world. Uh, we interfere in everyone's elections. I mean, uh, President Obama spent millions of taxpayer dollars to try to influence the Israeli elections against Benjamin Netanyahu. Um, we have in the past our our government has um, we 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 took out in the past we took out the democratically elected president of Iran in the 1950s. We we interfere in people's elections all the time, and for uh, and for. Um, some of the crocodile tears of, oh, well, the Russians, you know, had Facebook social media posts trying to influence our elections. Like, yeah, obviously that's not a good thing. We don't like that. Um, But it's really kind of a hypocritical place to say, you know, uh, uh, don't, don't do as we do. We do this all the time. And if we want this to not happen to us, we should set a better example for the world.
0: Well, I mean, the, the, I think the biggest thing to do there is, you know, before an election, don't rely on one source of information yeah. for your information, uh, for your information yeah. decision making process. You know, when when we were in school, how many sources did we'd have to cite for like a research project? Yeah. You know, three to five, find three to five and make them all different, <gasps> you know, and then take a look and then see how that goes. And then you'll be amazed sometimes. That when the people that you're voting in, when they don't do the things that you're expecting them to do, you won't be nearly as surprised. Just a thought. Yeah. Senator Brakey, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Matt, for having me on this morning. Great speaking with you. Yes,
0: always good to have you in. We'll see you next month. And, uh, yeah, if you missed any of it, catch it on demand. mainsbigz.com We're talking YMCA tomorrow at seven.